0: Hi, I'm Atif Said, CEO of Department of Aviation in the city of Philadelphia, and you are listening to Taking Off with THL, a podcast that gives you a behind-the-scenes look at Philadelphia International Airport and the Northeast Philadelphia Airport. Today, we are talking about an innovative new program we recently debuted with our partners at Transportation Security Administration and American Airline. Landline Motor Coach, in collaboration with American Airlines, is providing a really innovative solution to airports that did not exist before. Essentially, as a traveler, you can start at a smaller airport that otherwise would not have a direct air service to a larger airport like Philadelphia International Airport, go through the ticketing process with the airline, TSA security clearance at that airport, board a bus, and be transported to Philadelphia International Airport, bypass the TSA lines, and delivered to the airside, from where you can then connect to the next flight that you're taking. So essentially, this service provides a service similar to an aircraft would, without any special steps to be taken by the customer once they reach Philadelphia International Airport. And joining me is Jerry Sparrow, Federal Security Director at the TSA. Welcome, Jerry.
1: Good morning, Adif. Thank you very much for having me. It's an honor.
0: Jerry, can you explain the program between Landline Motor Coach and American Airlines and any input you may have in terms of relationship from DOA as well as from TSA that played a role in that?
1: Sure. So high-level overview, you know, bus service for passengers between airports isn't really new. But what's innovative about this is this is bus service from a, a sterile concourse to another sterile concourse over the road, right? So if you just imagine a a small commuter airplane flight, say, from an Allentown to a Philadelphia, the concept just replaces that small airplane with a bus. And it's innovative because it really allows what I'm calling underserved communities to have the ability to now take advantage of air travel through their favorite hub airports like Philadelphia Whereas maybe before they would have been hesitant because they didn't want to drive to Philly, face traffic, pay for parking, you know, whatever their challenges were. So this makes it really smart, really convenient. And then on top of that, it distributes sort of the volume of passengers across the geography, which kind of reduces wait times, reduces stress. Just it has so many advantages. And then there's a lot of cost savings on behalf of the stakeholders, the airlines, right? It's much cheaper to operate a bus than it is to operate an airplane, right? So from a business standpoint, it just works on every level.
0: You articulated it well. So as I got introduced to this idea, I have to tell you, I put myself in the shoes of every single stakeholder, from customer that is using the service to the small airport, where the service might be coming from, uh, large airport, airlines, and it seems to be a win-win for everybody, including environmentally, being a friendlier choice. So very specifically, if you could talk a little bit about the benefits that this program has for smaller airports.
1: Yeah, sure. So I, I personally happen to be a resident of the northeastern part of the state of Pennsylvania. And uh, actually the closest airport to me where I live is Allentown. And I would love nothing better than to be able to connect, you know, say to a, a transatlantic flight from Philadelphia without having to drive all the way. So what this does is it gives me the ability to book my flight as if I was flying out of Allentown so I can travel to Allentown, park at Allentown, experience all the benefits of that airport, the merchants, the vendors, the, you know, the services that they have to offer. And then instead of getting on a plane, I get on a bus. I go through the, through the same security, the same procedures, ticketing, whatnot, check baggage there. But then I get on a bus that brings me to Philadelphia. And it's not just the bus, by the way, it's a luxury motor coach. So it's actually much nicer than most, you know, coach seats that you get on an airplane. So the benefit is, you know, over the last number of years, a lot of airlines have made the decision to withdraw or at least minimize some of the service to the smaller airports, which in a lot of ways leaves these folks without a whole lot of options. So this kind of fills that niche. Again, I I think from a business point of view, it's brilliant.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, these communities otherwise would not have as robust of connectivity and having a peace of mind of having an airline ticket in your hand and knowing any disruptions would be addressed. In case there are any in the process it just brings a peace of mind for those folks which is just tremendous you mentioned earlier about the fact that this is the first time anybody has successfully executed a program like this and in some ways for those who may not know what it takes to make something like this work it might seem really straightforward but reality of the matter is this is really hard to put together uh, with all the stakeholders and all the different regulatory requirements that could be in place. Uh, And we spoke to the collaboration a little bit. Can you speak to some of the challenges from the airport side on this?
1: Sure, so I'm gonna put my other hat on now. So I've talked about what I saw was the business case for why this makes a lot of sense, right? But my business is security, transportation security. And when you look at this from a transportation security point of view, it presents many, many challenges. Add to that what you said earlier, which is sometimes it's much easier to just say no to something than it is to actually roll up your sleeves and do the work that it would take to get to an outcome. So while I absolutely saw the business benefits of this, which is something that I'm supposed to be engaged with, is to actively promote the industry, work with the stakeholders, try to come up with collaborations, I also have to make sure that we're in compliance with federal regulations, rules, and that things make good sense at the bottom, the end of the day protect the nation's transportation system, right? So the collaboration was both internal and external. There were forces for and against both internal and external. Uh, There were a lot of people involved, and especially in the world we live in today, it's hard enough to get two people to agree on something, let alone, you know, large groups of people, all of whom have, in some cases, competing interests. Um, So the collaboration really was at all levels, and it took quite a bit of time. I think I was first introduced to this concept in about March of 2022, and it wasn't until July of 2023 that we were able to, actually able to get it up off the ground and, and working. It took a lot of um, political savvy. It, it took consensus. It took collaboration. It took compromise. In some cases, uh, a little give and take. Okay, we can do this if you're willing to do that. But I think, again, to the partnership issue, what really made it work in the end was that we were all committed to succeeding. And so we were willing to work towards that goal, even if it meant that some of us had to kind of collaborate on different things and come up with some creative solutions. And we did. And it successfully launched in this past July. And it's been a great success. Yeah, I am
0: so tremendously grateful for the environment in which this got done, because The framework that is used to solve this particular case can be applied to anything, right? At the end of the day, to your point, when people show up with a good intent, with uh, looking to achieve a good result and are willing and flexible to, instead of just saying no and walking away, find solutions that are agreeable to everybody involved. So I am tremendously grateful to everybody involved, you in your leadership, your team, our own Department of Aviation team, American, as well as Landline, just everybody showing up to come up with a solution. It's just absolutely tremendous. As an airport, we are able to bring folks to this airport that otherwise would be challenged to get here. And economically speaking, both for the community that they're coming from and our communities, just a huge win for us to continue to grow this program. As somebody who's joined the organization a year ago, uh, something that really stood out to me from day one is strong partnerships that the airport has with all different partners within the airport system, and specifically relationship that the airport team has with the TSA team. And I know you've been at this job for several years. I would really like to hear a little bit from you, the history behind our relationship and what makes it so special.
1: Thank you, Adif. I couldn't agree more. In fact, really the priority is partnership among the federal agencies and, and all of the stakeholders. So, as you mentioned, I've been in Philadelphia in one capacity or another since 1997. During that time, I've had the pleasure of working with many, many folks from the city. I've always found them to be collaborative, cooperative, willing to innovate. One of the things I love to say is Philadelphia is a city of firsts, and uh, we're, we're willing to take those calculated risks, and this was another opportunity to do that but it wouldn't have been possible without a strong foundation built over many years of facing challenges together.
0: Absolutely. It's an innovative program. It is first of a kind, and I'm really glad that you just said being the city of the first. It really is something that many airports around the country would like to start and are looking at us to successfully execute. And obviously, as an airport, we couldn't do that with the partnership we have. This started out as a pilot program, and the activity has been great. Can you speak a little bit to the activity so far and the next steps?
1: Sure. So early on in the process, it, it took a lot of collaboration and coordination to agree on processes and procedures that satisfied everybody's needs. All of the stakeholders that had a part to play in this. And so ultimately, uh, when the details were worked out, uh, basically a pilot program was put in place starting in July that had a certain rule set associated with it. And the goal was really to evaluate the procedure, evaluate the processes and the policies to see if it all worked out. And I'm very happy to say that after about six months or so, that pilot program has shown itself to be very, very successful, such that we are now converting that pilot program into a permanent program. And I'm very happy to report that I just found out yesterday that over 100,000 passengers have ridden this bus and taken advantage of this service. And I'd also share that what was really great about this was that, you know, this is something that a lot of other locations weren't interested in getting involved in. And Philadelphia really did raise their hand and say, yeah, you know what? We like this idea. We're going to pursue it. We've also, I think, in many ways laid the groundwork for this to expand to other locations around the country. Now, it's not a one-size-fits-all. It's going to have to be tailored to the specific geography and the needs of the local communities. But we have, in many ways, set the standard that's going to be followed for this program as it expands nationwide. And I'm already hearing there are inquiries being made in different parts of the country where they're saying, hey, look, look, we've done it. Look how well it worked in Philadelphia. When can we start here? That really makes me smile and makes me proud and really puts Philadelphia and all of the folks here in in such a great and positive light. Really well worth all those late nights on the phone explaining why I thought this was a good idea.
0: (laughs) We appreciate you championing this particular project. So we started out with a handful of cities. Maybe speak to those, how that operated. And then obviously sounds like expansion is in the making potentially.
1: Yeah, so right now, Philadelphia is the hub international airport that the buses are routed to. Uh, Right now, our city partners are Allentown, Pennsylvania, Atlantic City, New Jersey, and Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, Lancaster, the the operating schedule is a little bit different because of some resource constraints they have out there. I know that the bus company itself is now taking what we've done here and looking to expand the airline and other airlines actually. Have been patiently waiting while we went through the process of figuring out how to do this but now that we've done it now they're going to be i guess making application to do this in their different cities but again none of this would have happened if you didn't have the cooperation the foresight the innovation of you know obviously the city of philadelphia the airport uh, leadership the airline leadership you know tsa and all of the other stakeholders that had to come together to make this happen
0: i could not agree more jerry Thank you so much for joining us today. As you know, we're always looking to improve the experience and accessibility of travel for those who come to PHL and PE Airports. And this is another great example of that. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. For more information, go to landline.com/slash American. And thank you everyone for listening. I'm Atif Say. Until next time.